Hello everybody, how are you doing today? My name is Tony Rizzano and this is another episode of the World Famous, the University Love the Best Podcast in one, two, three galaxies. But ladies and gentlemen, you and I, we just call this show Online Marketing Moves and we are coming to you live today. Today is August the 4th, 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We've been on a bit of a hiatus. We are back. <coughs> you know... You know what's better than people um, calling, calling, calling your house, and then uh, saying, "Hey, man, I'm thinking about coming over." Is when they just show up at your doorstep. And so last week we had a visitor just show up on our doorstep. And um, one thing, one thing, everybody, a little tip from me to you: when you have an unwanted visitor, not unwanted, but a guest that you cannot. Some people you cannot let in your house because they will move, try to move in with you on a permanent basis. So I had a family member show up at my house last week, bags and everything, and we had to turn them around because oh no 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 no, they require a little too much a little too much work. So that was happening last week, and uh, it, it got to be a uh, woo, got to be a lot, got to be a lot, but. We are helping this person out. Hopefully, we can get them the. Uh, hopefully, we can get them into a place that they need to go go in because we're already doing a lot around here. You know, baby and the caretaking of the brother-in-law. Our hands are full. You know, you can't really run a business. You can't really run a successful business when you're, you know, if you got two, three, four, five people you're trying to take care of. You know, it's just it becomes a bit much. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about something very important. We are going to talk about connecting with your audience, okay? And the reason why we're going to discuss this is because lately I've been watching old wrestling clips, okay? And it's old wrestling clips and some, some, some like old sporting clips. And one thing about pro wrestling is back in the day when I used to watch it there's a connection you you have with the wrestler you know there's a um, there's just something special about it you know and it and it and it and it, and it helps it will help you out when it comes to the audience that you want you know it will help you out when it comes to because you can be the best you can market people you can bring people into your funnel. You can bring people into your world. You can bring people into what you want. But if you don't have that connection, they are not going to stay long. They're not going to be, you know, they're not going to become members. You know what I mean? And you want that connectivity because I am 43 years old. And whenever I see, even though Hulk Hogan has said some, uh, off the wall kind of things in his post retirement his retirement life that does not bother me that does not matter to me I'm thinking about Hulk Hogan the pro wrestler when I was a kid that music would hit and I'd come crashing down you know dun, 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 dun. me and my brother we would just jump up and start doing the posing and we would do the flexing and you know I am a real American. Fight for your rights. Fight for your rights. You know, and uh, even to this day, the music hits. I don't jump up as fast, 
but I still go, uh, what you gonna do, brother? And, you know, we had that connectivity 30 years later, you know? And uh, the same as goes with some of the other people. When I see Brett the Hitman Heart, I'm like, oh, this is Brett the Hitman Heart. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. You know, we have a we have a connection. You know, I have a connection for these people. And uh, it's, it's like you want that say you want if you could bottle that up and put that and put that into your business and have a connection, you know. It will help tremendously. And it's the same as whenever you go whenever you used to go to Walmart back in the day. Back back in the early back in the eighties, nineties, when I was a when I was a kid, um, Walmart was like a special place to go to, you know. You don't I don't really you know, you probably don't have these same thoughts now, but when I was a kid, you you would go to Walmart and the people would be they would be because it was because I read this book by Sam Walton. It's a very good book, by the way, too. It's uh, it's about 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 him coming up with Walmart, him coming up with the idea. But he started Walmart in a lot of small towns, and I'm from a small town, so I can I can relate. And he wanted he wanted the store to have small town vibes. You know, he wanted the people to be friendly. He wanted the people to ask you questions, talk to you. You know, and a lot of the people that worked at the Walmart you already knew because you they they might be from the same town as you. You know the Walmart we the Walmart that was around my area was twenty miles up the road, but I knew those people. I knew some of those people that worked there, and so it was like a, when you go there, it was like a friendly place, you know, and it's very nice, and the prices were not expensive, and the people were friendly, and the people would just talk to you, and it was just like a um, like a personal relationship, like a bond, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of connectivity when it comes to a small when it comes to living in a small town, you know, there's, there's good things and there's bad things, but one thing that helps, one thing that you, you get is a, is like a connectivity with, with the store, with a, uh, you know, I'll give you even a, a better example. I grew up in a, a little town of 3,000 people and not even going to Walmart, but most of the time we had a store called the, uh, the IGA, okay? And the IGA was a cool place to go. Then they had the red sign out. And you would go in there and you would say, hey, so-and-so, how's it going? And, you know, they, you talk and talk and talk. And you could get, you could be in the store for like two hours and you, and you just pick, come to pick up one item, you know. But there's the connectivity, you know. And you never would turn your back on the IGA, you know. Eventually the IGA closed down. But at the time, we was all, we was all rooting for IGA, you know what I mean? Like, we was like... Man, I hope y'all stay open. I hope y'all stay open. You know, I hope y'all stay open. We hope y'all stay open. You know, we people kept going there. People kept shopping, but you know, they sort of lost their you know funds or whatever, or whatever happened. But you know, it was a there was a connection, and even to this day, I still tell people you know if I talk to my cousin or something like that, I go, man, you remember the IGA? They're like, of course. And so, so every now and then when I'm driving the truck out and about in the middle of nowhere. I'll just drive across the IGA and I'll and I'll stop. I will get out the truck, pull the brake, and I will just walk into the store. And I walk inside the IGA and I go, man, the IGA, man. And I smile and I think, man, I miss it, you know. And uh, I might call my brother, I might call my mama, but it's it's a connection, you know. It's, there's a there's a vibe, there's a connection, and the more you're able to connect with your audience, the better off you will be because you want. You want a constant relationship. You want a, 
you know, and most, it's like, it's like you want that, you want to give people that feeling of, hey man, I'm, I'm with you, you know, you want that feeling of, hey, I'm, I'm here for you, I'm with you, you know, it's like, I was listening last week. I listened for a couple of days of a guy that I like, Jim Jim Rohn, you know. And Jim Rohn is relatable. You you feel like you have a connection with Mr. Rohn because he talks about how he was a small town kid from Idaho and he was struggling and then you know, he got he became a millionaire at age 25, lost all his money at age 30, came back, you know, blah blah, blah you know. And and you just relate to the story. You're like, yeah, man, I've been I've been up and down. I've been up and down, you know. And you're just telling yourself, hey, if this guy can do it, I know I can do it. So you know, you you're talking, and you're like, man, you know. And the more you listen to Jim Rohn, and you're like, man, this this is a friend of mine. This is Jim Rohn, you know. And you just feel a connection to this guy, you know. And it's like some people have that. Some people have that. Some people don't. But you can work on that, you know, because I myself have you know i've had a connection with you know with this with this with this podcast you know and i always hope that you feel the genuine you feel the, the you feel the genuine passion that comes across my voice when i do this podcast you know so i hope that's the connection that we can have and i hope that you know when you make it you're like hey i used to listen to this i or i listen to this podcast well, most of the time, when you the most of the time when you start growing your business and you really start growing it, you have to cut some things out. So if you cut this podcast out, I'm I'm fine with that. But come back every now and then, you know, let us know how you're doing. But you know, I want to be when you when when people say, "Man, what what what?" So what happened? You go, I mean, I started listening to this podcast and this guy was just talking and he was like, "Man, you know, if I can do it, you can do it." And I mean, we had a connection and. You know, you want that, you know, and if you do a podcast or you do a YouTube channel, you want those connections. You want to, you you know, email. You want people to look for you. You want to, it's like being in a relationship when you start dating somebody, you know. You start dating somebody and you're like, you know, you, you look at the, you look down at the phone, you're like, eh, I heard from them today. And you, you get excited when you, and then when they pop up on the screen, you're like, ooh, they text me and then you. You grab the phone and you smile a little bit. You text them back. And you're like, "Hey, I was just thinking about you." <laughs> you know, that's a that's a connection. You know, that's a it's nice. It's it's beautiful. And the more connected you can be, the more money you make. It's just like, uh, you know, and not not to sound like greedy, but it's just the truth of the matter. You know, the more the better connected. Because in pro wrestling, it's funny. The more connected you are with the audience, the bigger push you're gonna get. The bigger spot you're gonna get, and uh, the more money you're gonna happen to make, and so it happens for it happens for some people. Some people it don't happen for, but some people you still have a little connection with. But you know, some people like the like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I remember he was uh, he was studying Steve Austin in in WC in World Championship Wrestling. He was a good good wrestler, but he it wasn't a connection. Then I remember he went to the WWF. He started, you know, getting into it with the boss, flipping people off, drinking beer. People could people could connect because he was just a regular Joe. 
He was everyday working man, you know, like, hey, man, this guy's boss is giving him a hard time. Whose boss ain't giving him a hard time? And I remember when I was a kid, I just started working, too. I was like 16 and every day. Um, no, not. Yeah. No, 16. I had a job. So I understood Stone Cold wasn't Stone Cold yet. But the next year, 1996, 1997, I started working at this hamburger place. And every day they was on my case. Oh, you got to speed up. You got to do this. You got to do that. I remember I used to go home and watch wrestling. And I would be thinking, I wish I could, I wish I could just stun my boss like this because they getting, they kind of getting on my nerves. So I felt more and more connected to Stone Cold. Like, man, this guy, you know, I feel his pain because, hey, my boss is kind of a, a pain in the tookish too, you know? So, you know, but you just feel a connection. You feel, a, you feel the, you feel it, you know, and the more you can, the more you can do that, the more you get intertwined with your audience, the more connected you can be. It's because it's like I said, sometimes it's why people always recommend you do daily emails because, you know, if you just email somebody once in a blue moon and like, oh, what, what do they want? You know, this guy, this if this guy's emailing me, he wants something. You know what I mean? It's like the person that came knocking on my door, you know? Guy knocked him out. I've seen this guy twice in the last five years, you know. So quite nicely, when I opened the door and I saw his face, I said, "Oh, what he want?" And I looked down. And I saw his stuff. I said, "Nope." Shut the door. Got my wife, and then we, you know, took care of it. But you know, he wanted something. But if I hear from you every day, and then eventually you say, "Hey, man, you got like twenty bucks I can borrow," I'll say, "Man, sure, why not?" You know, because I hear from you every day. I know, I know you call me not just for money. You know, but some people they get in contact with you. You know, it's it's about a sale. You know, it's like um, it's like a clothing store. You know, they contact you every once a, once a year on Christmas. Hey, we got a Christmas sale. Eh, what do they want? You know, some stores contact you more often. Some of them don't. It just depends on who, you know who they are. But the better, the more connection you have with these people, the more money you're willing to spend with them you know what i'm saying so you understand that but ladies and gentlemen that's it go out and just you don't have to look at you don't have to look at wrestling you can look at any kind of it's like uh one of my favorite little 10 minute things is from when steve harvey was talking about how he how he did how, how he went to the apollo and uh he he was he was saying he was struggling real bad and and he and he was about to quit comedy, but he went to the Apollo, and he did a good job. And then they wanted him to host. And he talked about how he was hosting, and he said that they wanted him to let somebody else do the warm up. And he said no because he he wanted to create a bond with the audience. So he said he did the warm up, he did the announcing, he said he did everything his first, you know, I guess year or so doing the Apollo so he can create a bond with the audience because he you know it's, it's a TV job and he wanted the job so he knew you know if he connect with the audience the more he connected with the audience the more he could stick around you know and he said he wound up hosting the show for eight years and it, it paid off you know and now he's doing you know now, now the guy's worth like uh, you know 100 million dollars and you feel you feel you feel people's pain you know and that's one but the one thing I will say the one thing I will say, the one thing that I see a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, everybody, you don't have to, you don't have to tell the same story. You know what I mean? 
before we go, you don't have to tell the same story. A lot of people love to tell you how poor they were, you know. Oh, I was poor, you know. My great-granddaddy was poor, you know. And it's like, that don't really got nothing to do with anything, but okay. And so, ladies and gents, you, we all have struggles, okay. We all have a story to tell, you know. You might... You might have been working at a job, and it doesn't have to be fake. That's one thing about these, some of these internet marketers. They have very fake stories, you know. It's very, you know, contrite. It's very, you know, can can, you know, made up. You know, it's just like, eh, it's kind of annoying. You know, it's kind of annoying when somebody makes up a story. It's like, eh. you're not an actor. You know what I mean? You. <laughs> I give you an example. I love this guy, but this so, sometimes his sometimes he uh, I like the I like the Rock. I I think the Rock was a great professional wrestler. You know what I mean? The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Some of you might know him as Dwayne Johnson, but he tells the story about how he had seven dollars in his pocket. You know, and that's his story. I mean, it's uh, it's, it's a nice story. He came out of Canadian football. He had seven dollars in his pocket. That's why he started. He named his company Seven Bucks Media. But one thing that Dwayne Johnson don't tell the people is your daddy was a professional wrestler. Now, I'm not saying that he didn't earn what he has. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is, you know, Dwayne Johnson, we know you had seven bucks, but you had a you had a, another ticket that you could scratch off. Football wasn't your thing. You didn't make it in football, but. The wrestling thing. Your daddy knew. Your, your daddy had some connections. You knew people, and you could get connected. So it's like, okay, man, we understand that you didn't make it in football, but you know, tell the whole story. You know, that's just a personal. That's just. I'm sorry. Sometimes, sometimes because, like I said, everybody loves to talk about how poor they were. You know, and how they. You know, it's like it's like. Life's life's struggles is not just financial, you know. You might have, you might overcome, you know, obesity. You might overcome, you know, uh, my family told me I couldn't do it. You might overcome mental health. You might overcome, it's a lot of obstacles that you can overcome. It doesn't have to just be financially. That's my only gripe about some people. They like to tell you, you know. And then, you know, I love, hey, I'm listening. I'm proud I'm proud of I'm proud of who I am, you know. I'm proud, you know, black black man. But you have <laughs> I always I always kinda chuckle now when I hear black people talk about their great granddaddy was a slave and how hard they fought. And it's like, you know, that's your great granddaddy. That's your great great granddaddy, you know. You didn't have to do all that, you know. Like my parents grew up in a seg- in a segregated time in Missouri, you know. I didn't grow up like that, so my their struggle is a lot different than mine, you know. The struggle that I, that I have is, you know, me thinking, you know, how am I going to be able to get out of uh, the truck driving? How am I going to be able to, can I do this? Will I be able to do this, you know, age, you know, and just, you know, confidence, you know, not having, lacking confidence, you know, that that's my struggle. That would be my story to tell you, you know, like, you know, I was kind of like, you know, kind of. Giving up, like I guess I'm just gonna be a truck be a truck driver all my life, you know, and you know then I, you know, 
when I got to be 37, 38, I was like, I got to do something different because I ain't going to make it if I don't, you know. And, you know, here we are, you know, it's, you know, slowly moving along. And it's, you know, it's nothing financial. It's nothing, you know, it's, it's different, you know. And everybody has different struggles. So you don't have to come up with the same story, you know. It's okay, you know what I mean? It's perfectly fine. But, you know, find something to connect. You can always find something to connect people with. And people will connect with you anyway, you know. It might not be, it's not going to be everybody. We all know this, you know. It's like you date 100 people. You fall in love with, what, two of them? Three of them, maybe? If you date 100 people, if you get to know 100 people, you might date, you know, 25 of them. You might actually fall in love with, what, three, four of them? You know, I mean, it's just, it's just the numbers, you know. So don't think, hey, man, I'm trying, you know. It might take you a long time to connect with people, but, you know, just keep going, you know, just keep working at it and keep trying. The main thing, the main, the main thing you got to do is just be out there, though. You can't, you know, nobody's going to connect with you if you don't ever tell anybody, hey, man, I got a, I got a show. I got a YouTube channel. I got a podcast. I do, I, I write, I, you know, I, I market myself, you know, nobody's going to, nobody's going to know if you don't put out the effort, okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, connectivity, Okay. We'll be back tomorrow with the all-new episode of Online Marketing. And we will be back tomorrow with, with the all-new episode of Online Marketing Moves, ladies and gentlemen. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to upload these early in the morning, every morning. So I'm going to record these probably at night and then upload them in the morning. So no more late nights, no more inconsistencies. We'll be all right. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, that is it. We'll be back tomorrow with the all-new episode of Online Marketing Moves. But until then, my name is Tom Rosano. Thank you for listening. And as always, everybody, peace.